hello, hello, hello. Hello, Kara. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I I'm so excited because we just saw Carter Vale last night at the Rockwood Music Hall. We that did. was so cool. It was so amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was such a great concert. Mel Bryant opened up, and then she was fantastic. And then Carter went on with his band. Yeah, we'll be posting a few little snippets from the concert on our story. So be sure to keep an eye out this week as we mm-hmm. post some um, of those moments. But congratulations to Carter. That was it was a, a great awesome. concert. Yeah, it was yeah. so fun to go and. Um, yeah, he even mentioned it was his first show out of quarantine in New yeah. York, so that's really exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so make sure you follow Carter on all things social, but that's not really what we're here to talk about today. We're going <laughs> to shift gears a little bit. Uh, today we're talking about going kind of going back to our roots in film. Uh, we have someone that I've had the immense pleasure of working with before, um, a French cinematographer, gaffer, filmmaker, currently based in Paris, but coming back to New York City, very exciting. Um, Marine Briand, um, who is just such a pleasure to talk to. It was really great to get more insight into someone who works in lighting, especially because it's such a subtle art form that you might not, as just like a casual viewer, um, you know, attentively be watching, but it impacts so much of the final product. Um, and I feel like I really learned a lot from Marine. Um, and it was just awesome talking to a woman because it's such a male dominated. I mean, everyone always says, everyone always says that film is so male dominated, but gaffing is like incredibly male dominated. So that was really cool. Yeah, I, I learned so much. And like Kara said, it, it, it is really such a, a subtle but carefully crafted art form. And yeah. Um, it's not something, you know, you think about and, you know, as a casual, you know, audience member in a film. So I, I really took something away from this and I just, I just love this podcast and learning about how all these artists tell stories through their own discipline and through their own, you know, facet of whatever they do. And it's just, it was a lovely conversation and Marine is really lovely. So we hope you enjoy this week's episode featuring Marine Brun. I'm based in uh, France for now, but I lived in New York for like about three to four years. And I'm a gaffer and a cinematographer. Fabulous. Uh, super, super talented at that <laughs> as well. Um, I'm so stoked to have Maureen on the show today because we met a while, it feels like forever ago now, but I think it's because of because of COVID, COVID. Was, <laughs> like the distance and everything. Uh, but we met on a film of a friend of mine. Yeah, that that, that Marine yeah. gaffed and it looks amazing. <laughs> um, um, so I'm super excited to talk to you today. Um, we also love to 
just like ease into the conversation. I'm trying to find other ways to say this because we always ask the same question the same way. Very um, true, very true. um, How did you first get into gaffing and then into cinematography? And then how, where, like, how did you get to where you are now currently? Okay, so it's interesting because uh, getting out of high school, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I was a very good cook, so I was like, okay, maybe I will go just like a. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but for some reason, like art was always like something I didn't realize you could just like go to film school. I, yeah. It wasn't like <laughs> an option in my in my mind. Like, I was like, okay, I don't want to be doctor. I don't want to like what else? Like you know. And uh, so I went to film school, and right away, um, like trying cameras and like having lighting classes was like the thing that right away like got me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um separately my dad showed me how to use like film cameras oh, cool. so I would always use my film cameras everywhere and like learn everything about it and I was just so passionate about it so it really helped to understand then digital digital tech cameras mm-hmm. and um and so I was getting out of high school trying to like get some work uh sorry from film school and get some work and right away I got some gigs as a cinematographer that's amazing Um, so I got super lucky I had my own like small camera back then and it was great there is like a hidden part of my life where I had to stop uh filmmaking for almost two years Mm -hmm. because my dad passed away and that's just like take fucking long to just like put all the pieces of yourself like back together and allow yourself to go back to what you're supposed to do like right away I was like okay I need to work to get money because it's complicated for my family right now so it was like the focus was very different and the goals were very different and Mm -hmm. once I felt like much like stronger and better and on my feet Mm -hmm. I just like went right away to New York Mm -hmm. and kind of like started to me in my point of view started my career there like okay, for yeah. me in in New York that's where I was like professional yeah more yeah. like it, like in France it was like more tiny videos like yeah. or like small content for smaller brands but in New York like because America just like let you dream big and <laughs> you're, you're like a hard worker you can get on any like on any project honestly mm. so right away like I went on like commercials I met the right people and people who would trust me and who loves my work and my skills and just like blah, blah, blah. like it was just like keep climbing up super fast and I as, as I, I was climbing up I just realized that gaffing is actually my thing I awesome. love that like no one is gaffing I mean there is gaffer of course yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I like people just like think gaffing is a step to be a cinematographer uh-huh. and I actually think we can you can just do both like That's it's like awesome. yeah they are just so complimentary and mm. I love lighting so much like, <laughs> it's like my deep like I just have like chill bombs when lighting is beautiful what, you know what like, is, I'm like what is your favorite kind of lighting like um what 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 qualities in lighting in a in a still or in a in the scene really speak to you that you think oh this is great okay so I think I mean it really depends on my mood because Mm -hmm. 
for me like filmmaking is really like depending on like who you are today um, <laughs> I love that I love how you say that it's so true and so I think when it gets like as like so there is two different very different type of lighting that I really love and I'm like wow the first one is like in movies where they don't try to make it real mm. and the lighting say like something yeah, like I yeah. remember this uh, scene in one of my favorite movies kind of cliche but it's drive okay yeah um, no that's great <laughs> and when like uh, there's a scene where they were like at a moment where it's getting like complicated in the couple and mm. you understand it's gonna be the end between them and she's in an elevator and it's all warm and like inside of the elevator and he's in like a parking lot and it's all blue light and, oh, and wow, cold yeah. and, and you see the like right there the separation and it's just like I'm like no <laughs> I can see it yeah, not because yeah. you're telling me and I'm like wow that's so powerful <laughs> and oh, I get yeah. that so crazy oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I guess the lighting the lighting is so good <laughs> is like, yes you love the lighting <laughs> yes there is this other type of lighting which is like very natural because mm-hmm. I grew up in kind of like the countryside of Paris, mm-hmm. which is the lot of nature, a lot of, there is the Seine and there is beautiful forest and, and right now it's fall. So, you know, like the beautiful colors of the leaf and like the, yeah, yeah. the sun at the end of the day, just like on the Seine and yeah. it's just so beautiful. <laughs> and when I see natural lights being as powerful as outside mm-hmm. on film, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Because it's very hard to recreate the true power, like mm-hmm. the true power of the sun and like what's mm. like nature is showing and is beautiful and it's so hard to recreate it. Mm-hmm. But we do, yeah. and when we do, it's wow. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, I like I didn't realize the power that lighting had. How do you feel that lighting? tells a story from your point of view as a gaffer and then maybe kind of meandering into your work in cinematography like how do the two compare in storytelling yeah okay so I mean I feel like they're all working together and Mm -hmm. it's like hard to separate the the two vision like that's why the gaffer and the cinematographer works like hand in hand. They decide everything together. So when the cinematographer is like, oh, okay, so we're going to shoot it like this and like this, that's interesting because that's from that, that you're like, okay, so then like, if the camera is that way, that's maybe where I'm going to put my light. Or sometimes you negotiate, it's like, okay, so I get the idea, but if the camera is right here, do you see like what I can do right here? Like, <laughs> that is so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. so is it negotiable? Oh no. So it's a really funny, like, uh, like who gets his word and his state. Everyone is right in there, like, because it's art. So there is like no real wrong. It's about taste and it's always very funny. And how you say, like tell a story as a gaffer, I think like, lighting can really like push things um in a matter of like the characters like to to really like push the story in a a direction that you want to push the story to I think lighting can help like the scene I was saying about drive like you 
you don't like you don't need to but that's just like so like breath like taking to see this like two two very different world if it was like all blue like you still understand that it's a breakup but it's less powerful and I feel like with lighting you can really play on like making the story more like I want to see like what's going on like I want to see like what's next and you work with the cinematographer for that of course because the camera angles and stuff like this like matter so much and the movement of the camera matter as well and that's why for me it's like I don't think I will ever pick like I want to like gaffing between gaffing or cinematography because I think it's just so much fun to play Mm -hmm. with both of them because both of them explain or tell a story with sometimes no words like Mm -hmm. it's just it's just so fascinating to me and it really helps because sometimes words are too much and you mm-hmm. don't need to like say too much sometimes mm-hmm. just looking at each other or like the way we stand in a in a room like yeah. means so much and that's like real life we don't like talk all the time I mean sometimes we do but <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes yeah. we don't. And right. when there is tension and stuff like this, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like camera and lighting reveal so much more sometimes than just words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm wondering then like what in your own work, what is like a moment that you're really proud of having mm-hmm. either lit or shot and then directed the cinematographer to light with you? What's something that you are like, and maybe, maybe was it a really hard moment to arrive to that final image or like mm-hmm. what, did, what happened? How did you get there? Okay. So um, there is this music video I shot and I, it was like all outdoor. Wow. So that yeah. was um, yeah, yeah, yeah. scary to me because outdoor means like you need to fight against the sun or play <laughs> with the sun, but um the sun is a pretty powerful source so mm-hmm. it's uh sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. but wait sorry um, just really quickly for those yeah. people that aren't in lighting what do you mean mm-hmm. when you say the sun is a really powerful source okay sorry no no, so, no I mean I know but I would be curious to hear yeah, that. thank you mm-hmm. so like if the source were a lighting that I just rented or just like put somewhere I just think it would be like very powerful comparing to all the other lamps or mm-hmm. um, uh, lights that mm-hmm. I would just put in a room mm-hmm. and the sun is is to me one an, uh, like another source like we say in lighting yeah, and yeah. um and so it's a powerful one and yeah. this day was so hot we shot fake <laughs> new york no clouds it was like <laughs> super strong sun and i was like wow. okay yeah, we're gonna have fun but it was just actually real fun we had um a lot of like it was so the music video was about uh, embracing yourself mm-hmm. and who you are mm-hmm. which is like already like a theme that I'm so into Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we were like all the extras were queer people Mm -hmm. so 
wearing the best outfits yeah <laughs> like, it was just like so and it just like pushed my creativity when I mm. see people who really like embrace themselves mm. and they were just so beautiful at doing movements and stuff so they were it was supposed to be a pool party kind of mood mm-hmm. and I was following kind of like each story from every character but always like focusing on the singer Mm-hmm. And it was very challenging to just how do I want to show each story when they are all around one like pool. It's mm-hmm. like very like it's the same space for everyone. Like if you want to show people's character like in different places, it's easier with like I don't know like a bedroom. You're gonna have like some people have pictures, some people don't. Right. So like right. like right. if you're in different atmosphere, you show like different things about the the characters. But they were all like around the pool. So how <laughs> do you want to express each of them? And yeah, so yeah, yeah. like we really had like interaction with them, but sometimes not. And there, because the sun was like the main source, the main light of mm-hmm. the universe. Um, that's really with camera that I was able to like show that. And some of them I would get very close to them to really see their body some of them I would just like take some space because you could feel that it was like better for the character to have more space around them because they would just use more of their body languages Mm -hmm. more than others and that's where I think camera was more impactful like the choice of the shots were was more impactful like sure, sure, important yeah, than yeah. The, the lighting yeah, choices yeah, yeah. in there mm, but, uh, oh, it's such, so a beautiful, such a beautiful music video um it's it's beautiful if you want to watch it it's yes. called uh life is a placebo from uh, christian nick and it's on youtube and we got into two festivals with it so that's pretty cool amazing that's amazing congratulations so cool. yeah thank you you mentioned that you're really um passionate about telling stories about embracing yourself and you really like that kind of theme what other kind of stories um are you interested in telling and sharing with the world um honestly it's very personal but everything was like grief because it's personal and I think it's just like I work on another music video where uh the artist actually like lost her like I, th- I don't remember I think it was her dad as well mm. just a year before me mm. and I didn't know the, her story like when I was on the um, on the project I, I of course like talked about what we wanted to say but I didn't know her personal story why she wrote uh, the song and the song was called heavyweight so it could be about so many things but you know it's like a hard moment but you don't know if it's really personal or about a friend and it's only when I was on set um that I knew it I'm always like gave really like a piece of myself when I was Mm. working because the theme was so relevant to me Mm. and I was like well like yeah that just explained it so well (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel like you can express yourself personally as a gaffer in in mm. film work if it's so closely related to working as a dp I, I i feel like with the dp we've had other dps on like it's maybe a little bit more easier to see how one might express themselves in style and composition but how does how how do you do that with lighting so um, i think with lighting um my style is in the way i'm working with mm-hmm. the dp oh, okay. um yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sure. Because that's what I love about it. It's because of digital now, I feel uh, that cinematographers trust more easily their gaffer. I feel mm-hmm. like with them, mm-hmm. it was harder to get something. It was like more like we need to be conscious that we have only this lens of film left and we need to shoot in like two takes this scene and the lighting need to be good otherwise you don't see anything on film. Right. So it's right, like even right. harder than digital. Like, um, yeah. And so I think my style is really the way I'm working with them and how I right. adapt myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and now like I'm experienced, I, I pick the people I work with mm-hmm. or like when I try, then I can let myself decide, okay, I want to keep working with this person or not because mm-hmm. they let me be creative. Mm-hmm. I think where like the way I can show my style is by how I work with them and how I can be creative. Mm-hmm. And um, because that's what like makes my job so fun is the creativity of being a gaffer, being like, and so earlier I said I was negotiating and that's what I do a lot. So when I <laughs> think, I, I just love lighting so much. And sometimes yeah. you hear this sentence of like, we don't have time for lighting or no, it, it, it's, it's okay. And like, if you give me five minutes, it will come from it's good to it's incredible. Yeah. So what do you think? Do, do you want to give me those like five minutes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think. And that is that is the ad's conundrum that you just <laughs> so our, fully put into words. <laughs> one of our um one of our previous artists, Kyle Dubiel, he um said that there's two things that make a film go from like good to really great, yeah. and it's sound and lighting. Yeah, and it can elevate it can elevate the film so much, like you said. Um, do you? I mean, talking about putting your own, you know, like personal touch on your work and having it come from a very personal space. Do you think this question has been on my mind a lot recently? Karen and I have talked about this topic um, quite a bit this past week. Do you think the artist's intention oh. and like what you put into the work is important? Um, I like the artist's identity. Do you think that is an important part of the work and how the audience receives it, if that makes sense? I actually have no idea if in the result, the audience will feel the like the connection like for example I had this connection with this director or if there is like really something that like I want to put in but I think because it's art the it's important also as an artist to be proud of your work and to like Mm. to like cure yourself with like your work and just doing it for yourself more than for the audience like the audience is gonna be think it's like beautiful and works and it's great but sometimes you work for other reason and especially when you're like you feel like an artist you like like I don't know again it's about my dad it's always about my dad but when he passed away I think two weeks later I went on set and it was a need and being with like creating like to me creating is the best therapy you just like get so much out of you and most of the time (laughs) it's beautiful and great when you just like put it from the bottom of your heart or the like all your energy because it's just things needs to be like let out and I think my way to let things out is by working passionately and on projects and maybe at the end some audience will see it I don't know if like with lighting it's I think 
it's so subtle, but I don't think they will like see, oh, wow, Marine like wanted mm. to. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. It's like it. It's wow, like an like, English class when they're like, the curtains are blue. So yeah. the main character is obviously depressed. <laughs> but but I will say, I don't know if it's just because of my sensibilities as watching films or because I'm a film buff and, you know, other film buffs will also agree with this, but you can tell when people enjoyed working on a film. Mm. Yeah. Like there's something about it, like Absolutely. some quality. You can tell when there was a happy crew and you can Good tell energy. when there was a stressed crew. <laughs> You know, yeah. some of you can really tell. And and I think that what you're saying is true too. Like it's it's like an interesting question because there's not like one right answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's very interesting to like ask yourself this. I never really actually like realized, but same. Yeah. I it's it was it was just been on my mind lately. So thank you for taking a taking a job yeah. at I think we could maybe segue into you said how fun it is to create with other people. And mm. yes, we love that collaboration life. So <laughs> you are most of the time as a gaffer and as a cinematographer working to make other people's vision come to life. Yeah. So how what was what well, I guess maybe like what's that like first off? And then maybe second for your film, The Origami Swan what you wrote and directed what was that like having people work towards your vision and so like how was that having the roles reversed and maybe just go into that process and how how it was overall but okay yeah, collaboration what's your team <laughs> <laughs> me working with like like helping to like develop the the idea of the director uh is really like so like most of the time I ask like deep like questions about their characters I, mm-hmm. I always need to know more than what's in on the script like mm-hmm. like who they really are what they do like when they are not there in this like scene or like mm-hmm. because sometimes it gives me ideas and mm-hmm. the director loves that type like this is the way I work for that like asking questions that like it's just I don't know I think they like that uh but it's really helpful and um I um I just like it's like if someone like is asking it's like I'm a babysitter like mm. this is my baby please give the best of yourself to help this baby <laughs> and the movie is the baby and you just want to do like everything you can to make the baby happy and mm. to make it great and so to me it's really like how to work um, to collaborate with someone and create something beautiful with those people. So I worked again another music video. I worked other type of project, but for some reason only music <laughs> come to my mind. Um, I so it was someone I knew from film school. Uh, mm-hmm. My film school in Paris had this program in the U.S. and in New York, mm-hmm. and so this. Uh, girl who is a colorist but also a director um directed this music video and she thought about me as a cinematographer she regretted to not pick me when she had a movie shoot for school Mm -hmm. as a dp because i was directing origami swan back then and she was like i don't think you can and like handle like handle both of the roles like taking care of your movie and be a dp on mine and I completely disagreed with her because I know I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, right, I, right. I, I, I'm crazy with work. That's my problem. <laughs> so, 
it's never too much to me. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, Mm. And so she, lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> she confessed when we worked together on the music video that she, now that she knows how I'm working, mm. she was like, damn, that would have been good if uh, we mm. could have worked together before. Mm. I'm like, mm, your choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because I like, I listen to the ideas that I hear and I try to just like, make them better Mm -hmm. so I try to like remove my point of view of things because we don't agree all the time with tastes and like how it looks but from my experience I would like kind of like know how things would work better if you slightly change this or that so whenever she would give an idea I would be like okay that's great do you think instead of like going from left to right, we should not go right to left because look at the background, there is this and this and this, and it looks nicer with like the movement of the camera. And and so I don't like bring my own ideas that are completely out of her vision. Like mm-hmm. it's really like, okay, what's your vision? Can you tell me what you want to say? And I will help you have just like another pair of eyes and saying the things the way you want to because I think it's important to respect the work of the writer and the director of a project yeah Mm -hmm. I love what you said about character too and how I mean this goes a little bit back further to not necessarily cinematography but like Mm -hmm. uh, gaffing but like how you how you like to know more about a character and how that also contributes to your decisions on how you light for things. I think it's really interesting because I think the default would be like, oh, how can you make the environment look good? But yeah, like actually reflect the inner thoughts of the character. Um, that's great. I think that's really fascinating. And I love this example too, because within it, you've embedded like kind of an advice about you know what to do when somebody doesn't pick you for the first project but then comes to you for the second project <laughs> which I love um have you have you had to navigate difficult relationships with with people on set no not, not really. so much no I uh I think I'm just like naturally like it's easy to me mm. to talk with people mm-hmm. and to disagree and I think when you are someone who's taught with like what's respect and I think that's just like when you use it uh at work that really makes uh like a difference Mm -hmm. and I actually like realized how much people loved working with me only in the past six months I've been like working on my visa application I'm in France right now because my visa expired and I'm working on a visa application to come back Mm -hmm. and I was like amazed and I think amazing is not even like a strong word enough for how much people like wanted to help and how much like the letters of recommendation I got from people I worked with I was like what are we talking about me right now like (laughs) fantastic (laughs) like damn like I just worked like for I don't know 12 hours in my life with this person and they just love my work and the person I am and I'm like wow that's (laughs) we love Marie we're excited to have you back stateside fingers crossed we're talking about all of this storytelling and cinematography and lighting and 
we have a few clickbaity questions for you, I guess. Yeah. So that's, we like to end <laughs> our episodes with some clickbaity questions. <laughs> Paris or New York? In terms of industry, in terms of inspiration, you, what's your take? Yeah. <laughs> New, York. <laughs> New York. Why? What, 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 what is it about New York? Thousand. New York, the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had so many uh, conversations, like random conversations with people. Um, so in terms of like inspiration, like so many good talks with random people in the street, in the dog yeah. park, in wow. yeah. like in the subway, just like mm-hmm. talking random, like and sometimes it gets like pretty deep, like politics, and uh, yeah. or just like why am I dressed the way I'm dressed? Or and this is so isp- inspiring. You can pick from like those moments in your life, you know. And um, the other part is for just like the dynamic of it and for the industry itself like it's a it's pretty great how you can just escalate in your career mm-hmm. like so much easier so- in america and especially in new york than in mm-hmm. paris like in paris it's like very competitive um if i can't do a gig as a gaffer like it's i mean not me but gaffers in general <laughs> they won't give the number of their friends to replace them because mm. then you get the, it's like giving them job. And it's like, they're all my competitors. Film is like team, like teamwork. I've, I've never, I mean, I'm a film composer. So like the industry, like as you know, any, any facet of film is like super competitive. And I never got that because like it's collaboration. And yeah, it, I think, it's easy with creative work to take things so personally, which is maybe why it can get so competitive because like all these things feel so personal, but you're Mm -hmm. so right. Like we're, we're, it's teamwork and we have to work together and we have to think about the bigger picture. And like you said, the film is your baby. So you have to worry about the baby, but you're, yeah, you're sorry. That's so interesting that it's so competitive over there. Yeah. It's Um, insane. And it's just like, they don't, it's not really in our culture to push people in like their mm -hmm. best. And like, we, we get jealous pretty easily. Like French people it's from Mm -hmm. success. It's like, Oh, you, you're, you're being like good in your career. Damn. I am not as, as good as her like oh poor me (laughs) like you're doing great oh yeah dang yeah it's (laughs) like going back to themselves it's like so like oh yeah Yeah, okay it's not even good for you (laughs) you know it's like okay so I like that like when I started to work in New York people would be just like oh I know someone in the industry I don't know what this person is doing but yeah, I'm just gonna do an email to introduce like both of you, and you guys should go get a coffee. And you do it, and then most of the time it brings a good thing. Like either you meet more people, or you get on set right away with this person. It's just so amazing. And then in like few months, you can just like build your entire like contact list, and you work all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. So that like, that's why New York, like New York, all 100%. the way. Yeah. Have you ever thought about going out yeah, to LA? All the way. I heard it's very competitive, and when I hear yeah, that, I too. see Paris, and I'm like, well, mm. then 
I don't know. Yeah, New York is fit, fat, fantastic. I think there it might be easier for me because I'm a composer and my my work is more remote. I think like I can be wherever yeah. in the world, whereas where people like you who have to be on set location does matter a bit more. But um, I don't know. I always like talking to people about it because some people love LA, some people hate New York, some people love New York, some people prefer to like you know be located in uh, in Europe. Yeah. And I just I love hearing <laughs> everyone's take, and it I think it's just a matter of like personal preference. And um, I love okay, New York. Yeah. New York is such a great city. There's so much opportunity there. So um, some people can get so like fed up on location too, like it's the most important thing in the world and I don't know just go where you're happy go where you vibe go where you find the people that you like and yeah that's where you're gonna find success for yourself it doesn't like where is the industry the industry is everywhere especially in the virtual world I I agree and we were just talking about this with one of our other guests about how like if you're around people that don't inspire you you should get out of that and I think Mm. that that's like that's so true. And, and location, I think, ties into that just because of who is there, you know, and, yeah. and so much yeah. of the location is also the people that you, that you yeah, know. Absolutely. So my little clickbaity question that I want to ask <laughs> every DP, because I think it's fascinating to hear people's opinions about this, um, is does gear matter? From a gaffer point of view, but also from a DP from point the, of view. Yeah. Got you. Um, I mean, I would say but it's it's funny it's like yes gear matter because that's our toys if you Mm -hmm. ask a kid like do you want toys for christmas or you want me to read you a story like of (laughs) course you want to play with the most like the newest toy ever that's just like who we are um so i think matters more for ourselves than to mm. than for the story I think yeah. you can always trick I think with a lot of creativity you can trick things and make you can work a nice light without a lot of gears you're going to be mm. limited but it's still possible and sometimes I like doing like smaller projects because it's more it's really like I need to find the best solution solutions and it's tricky and it's hard and I like mm-hmm. to like work like this with my brain but um but gear matters because it's so much fun when you can just have it all and you can then you, there's no excuse like your work is going to be fantastic because you have everything absolutely. for it absolutely so I love that approach to it too and I think it's a very realistic look at it because like yeah yeah whatever I don't really know that much about lights but I feel like an HMI is only going to get you so far versus like a quasar or something like that it has just like a lot more like I like HMI yeah okay well yeah. there you go yeah I mean HMIs are amazing yeah um they they really are you know yeah. like, I'm an old school person like no I love it <laughs> and I love it yeah I love hearing this question because like everyone has a different opinion yeah. on it um, I think it's because I'm French and I work in the U.S because mm. the way I learned, like when I went to film school, we didn't have digital camera. I learned on film and it was great. And all the lighting sources were so, so old. Like mm-hmm. it was the, the mm-hmm. film school equipment and it was yeah. all very, very old. Yeah. 
And when I arrived in New York and it was all of those like LED, new technology type of thing. And I was like, wow, that's what America looks like. It's funny. (laughs) Um, And I started to learn how to work with those like crazy new things that was like not so crazy new for almost everyone there in Mm. America. But in Mm. France, I was like, oh, we don't see that often. And so I kept, I think, like some part of myself is like, oh, I really like the old school way to work with because that's how I learned and mm. I'm very comfortable with this. Mm. But it's also sometimes more like to use a crazer is just like so it's much crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that you have a huge like light to build and then it's just like, it just feels more like we're on the making a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, like, we're yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? like, that's amazing. Uh, it is kind yeah, of I think for like just the point of it. I also think with like older lights, it's more of this like mindset of like we're here on like a set, which I think can mm. bring some kind of like yeah. environment to it that might be really helpful or beneficial for working, you know, because it, it might not mm-hmm. feel like, oh, we're I think the smaller packages, the lighter like LED packages can sometimes feel like we're making like corporate content only, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) this is just another commercial kind of thing, but it doesn't, not necessarily, but I thank you for sharing. I, I I think (laughs) it's, it's fun. It's fun to, I also feel like it kind of shows a personality of people better. Mm, I don't know. It's like such a quirky little. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. So much. This has been a blast. Truly. Thank you for being so flexible too with, yeah. with everything. Um, we oh, really appreciate course. it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice to be able to talk about my work. Like uh, my brother yeah. is here in the room, and he was like, hey, "You prepared anything?" I was like, "No, when I'm talking about my job, I could just like <laughs> talk for hours." <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah, hilarious! We love, we love that. Um, and I wanted to well, like finish on the positive notes and I wanted to share with you guys I got um, nominated for outstanding light uh, achievement in lighting <gasps> for a wow. work series congratulations so, that's awesome yeah that's hell yeah you did <laughs> we're all celebrating here congratulations on the perfect that's great that's so great that's so amazing well deserved absolutely yeah. well deserved yeah. Thank you for sharing Thank that with you. us. Oh my gosh. Um, that's amazing. Congratulations. Seriously. What a massive accomplishment. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Well, let us, let our audience know where they can find your work so they yes. can see it. Tell us your name again, your website and any other social links that you'd like to share yeah. so people can find your work. Okay. So my name is Marine Bryan. Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Marine Bryan. So it's M-A-R-I-N-E-B-R-I-0-N. And I have my website with my name. So it's M-A-R-I-N-E-B-R-I-O-N.com. Great. Amazing. Definitely check Thank out Marie's work. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so, so much for coming on. <laughs> it's so nice to see you. I'm sorry. Today was such a Thank you so day. much for having me. Yeah. Of course. And good course. luck with it's your okay. application. I'm let sorry us, you let have us know what happens. Marie, when you're here, let Thank us you. know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Marine, for coming on the show. Uh, a little bit behind the scenes we actually had to stop and then start up again so thank you marine for being so flexible with us we really really appreciate it wow yeah and best of luck to 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 the visa process and yes i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that yeah 
I mean, you're, you you know what that's like. So yeah, it's a really, um, it's a really, like, intimidating process. It's just, it's, there's so much, <laughs> like, uh, go you know, nerves yeah. that go into it, so. But best of luck, and, um, and we hope the three of us can grab some coffee in the city whenever you're here. In order to follow Maureen on all things social, you can just find her on Instagram at M-A-R-I-N-E. B-R-I-0-N. Same with her website. If you're interested in following the podcast Imperfect and staying up to date with news on Marine and all of our other featured artists, (laughs) shout out again to Carter. (laughs) Um, You can do so by following us on the podcast Imperfect. You can also send us an email at thepodcastimperfect at gmail.com or check us out on our website, thepodcastimperfect.com. If you'd like to follow your co-hosts, you can follow me, Rebecca, at Rebecca Nisco Music. And you can follow me, Kara, at Quiet Open Space, all one word. We hope. It's December. It's Well, this is dropping in November, but it's basically December. Like, it's what basically the December, which is so crazy. Yeah, so we hope that everyone will remain festive in this upcoming season and that everyone's doing well. Because December can be really hard on your mental health sometimes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, stay festive, stay fun, stay fabulous. Um, <laughs> Everyone's fun and treat, fabulous. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Have a, fe- have a festive day, as Rebecca was saying. <laughs> yes. I love that. Have a festive day. Thank you.